0: Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Hello. He-
1: oh, hello? Uh, hello? Check, check, check. Ria 1. Rio 1.
0: <laughs> Rio 2 here.
1: Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> awful.
0: Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit podcast. Your somewhat suffering host, Jimmy, here, <laughs> along <laughs> with uh,
1: Richard. How you doing? <laughs> oh, doing much better than you are. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's so funny.
0: But, you know, I mean, that, that's kind of a good segue maybe into uh, with the topic we want to talk about tonight Yeah. in a way, uh, maybe yeah. indir- indirectly. I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, true. that's
0: talking about game game meat. Yes, you know, how do we want? How do we prepare our game meat? Well, maybe we start with you know how do we pre, you know preserve it? I guess maybe. And yeah, then oh, that's how good. To, how do we like to prepare it for uh, ourselves, but also sure. you know for our family and especially yeah. the people either in our family or not who are not. Biggest, the biggest fans, whether that's because they don't necessarily like it or they've had right. had it prepared in a way they didn't like in the past, or because yep. like most people, when they hear the word deer or something else like oh that, my they, god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they automatically think they won't like it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, I deer I think it, it is an acquired skill to make oh god it yes. good. Well, certain cuts. I mean some cuts yeah. are easy, I think, but uh yeah. Yeah, so I mean I don't know, where do you want to start? We could uh I think we should hit you know, different types of game, obviously. Yeah,
1: but. no, for sure, for sure. No, you're 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 exactly right. It it is kind of a skill. It's not uh, it's not get back from the grocery store grocery store, rip the cellophane off and throw it in the pan, you know. There's there there's a lot more to it. You know, by the time you get out of the grocery store that meat's already been handled and you know, had everything done to it. So um, I, I think we start with deer. I, I think that's probably the most logical. God willing, all of our listeners, your freezers are full of it, and um, um, it, it, it's good to go. But, you know, the, one of the, I think one of the biggest complaints that I hear about venison, um, um, you know, whitetail mule deer especially, uh, is that, you know, is the flavor. It's just too rich. You know, it's, it's quote, quote unquote, too gamey, and it's just too tough. You know they say, oh, you know, I shot this deer, and you know we that night we threw it on the grill. You know we just literally seasoned a little salt and pepper through on the grill. Well, the only thing you've done right is a little salt and pepper. Um, it, I mean, if if you really want my honest opinion, you know venison, you know venison is 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 an extremely lean meat. Okay, it's not like a. You know, like a like a uh, a cow tenderloin. You know, that's um, uh, and, and even it needs a little bit of time. You know, to dry age and what that. But but you know, the the secret with venison, again, in my opinion, is is, is time. Really, is time, time, time. And, and so what what I like to do is after I've you know removed that backstrap or the loin, as they call it, and then the then the tenderloins is obviously get wash it off, get the hair off of it, and I throw it in some Ziploc bags, and I won't even touch it as far as you know attempting to try to eat it um, until at least a week and a half a week or a week and a half of it sitting in my refrigerator and me going back uh, you know, every other day and dumping the blood out of there you know as as that meat starts as that meat ages and it starts to break down that muscles start to break down that's what makes it um, that's what makes it kind of tender and that's what makes it a lot easier to eat uh, you know, a- along the same lines is, is as that meat starts to break down, the blood starts to get in the bag. It goes from that dark red to kind of that pink. And then and really it's when you get that pink color is when it really starts to lose that quote unquote gamey flavor. Um, I, I have found that to, to work incredibly well. And um, if, if you follow that method and you cook it and it's still kind of gamey, some, something else I think you can do with whitetail uh, and, and mule deer um, is that you can you can go ahead and use a tenderizer on it. And that, that's kind of my, my second step to making, you know, like venison backstrap extremely delicious is we use what's called a jacardi. In fact, I think we've got it on our website um the the jacardi is a um it, it's basically a meat tenderizer with these 30 little blades in it and you basically we've got a video on it too on our youtube page i, I know that for a fact and you basically get that back strap after it's bled out for a while or if you want to do this before you let it bleed this will help speed the process up you you get that jacardi and you just press it down and you just go along the you go along the back strap and you'll eventually get these little holes in there well, that's going to start to flatten that backstrap out, so it's going to cook easier too. Uh, but what that's really doing is that's tenderizing; it's breaking down that muscle. Um, and and I'll tell you what: you flip that backstrap over, do it a couple more times. You know, maybe maybe do both sides twice. Uh, within about 10, 10, 15 minutes, you've got yourself a damn good piece of meat. You know, at that point, let it bleed, and then um, you know, medium rare. And I swear to God, you'll be able to cook that thing with a fork. I, I think that's that's probably one of the biggest mistakes. You're gonna, cook,
0: you're gonna cook it with a
1: fork? Oh, cut it with a fork! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Let's just let's redo the podcast. Yeah, over. yeah. But but you'll literally be able to cut that thing with the fork, and and that's no joke. Um, I, again, I think that's one of the biggest biggest problems is that people just try to take it from the deer to the grill, and and you just you just can't. I mean, you can do that, sure, but. Um, if you really want it to taste really, really good, bleed it out, tenderize it, uh, give it some time, man, age it, and mm-hmm. I think it'll turn out pretty damn good. That—that's the way we do it, and it's boy, it is a—it is a household favorite from my four-year-old to uh, to me. So, well, you know, I,
0: I think next time I'm gonna try that, uh, going straight from the deer to the grill, just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. At least for, with a little piece, you would never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I experiment. So no, that's, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. But you know, there's yeah. also the old school method of uh, what is it? The buttermilk, right? To, yes, to, totally. To help with uh, the game taste oh, and all for that. Sure. I've for done sure. that once or twice, and I, you know, I, I don't really find that it's that much different than no. what you were just talking about. I you agree. Know, like what agree. I'll do is, I like to as soon as I like get home with my back straps, especially. Well, I mean, whatever piece I bring home. Uh, truly, other than like the tenderloin, because you don't really need to cut too much off that, but like right. your back straps. And if I bring home some roasts or whatever, right? I'll uh, that day I'll cut off all the excess crap that I don't want, yes. you know, on yes. there, and then I'll put it in the bags and let it bleed out at that point, you know, just, right. to, just to get rid of all that stuff automat- oh. automatically, you know, yeah. while I'm doing it, I also feed some to my dog just to give them, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you give the really? scraps yeah. to,
0: him, you know, of course, but, uh, oh, yeah. but no, yeah, I do the same thing. Let it bleed out, you know, for a while, you know, I mean, at least a week, sometimes a week and a half just depends on, I don't know, depends on a lot of things, I guess that makes it yep. determine whether, you know, it needs longer or not. But, uh, even, you know, once after cleaning the deer, you know, immediately after cleaning the deer in the cooler, you know, I put the, I always put the prime cuts in, in, uh, 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 freezer bags. Yep. Even sitting in there so that it doesn't develop that, uh, you know, that refrigerator yep. kind of yep. cru- crust, you know? Cri- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It get, gets a little crispy in there yeah, sometimes. In, in, in open air.
0: Yeah. Right, in open air. So I immediately put the prime cuts, and at least the prime cuts in there, and t- and usually the other cuts yep. that I want to bring home and not, say, grind or yep. pro- process.
1: Right. Well, you uh, know, you you brought up a really good point. Something I I really failed to mention is is cutting off all that junk. You know, the 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 silver skin, okay, or or suin, right? Is that stuff that's on top of the backstrap, and it's actually on the side too. Um, and you you've heard of some you've heard of some guys. I mean, the 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 backstrap is tough enough if you don't tenderize it. If you put that stuff on there, I mean, you're going to have to be like Jaws. Yeah, from, uh, was it Moonraker or James Bond when, you know, trying mm-hmm. to eat that stuff. You'll never be able to do it. I mean, the Indians, or excuse me, Native Americans, uh, use that stuff for bowstrings. I mean, they use it to tie stuff with. I mean, it's incredibly mm-hmm. strong. So, no, you're, you're exactly right. You got to get rid of that crap. Uh, that's, you, like you said, step one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's uh, you know getting the meat ready. I, I, I the same as you uh, like to do a little tenderizing, yeah. but you know what I like to do rather than putting like the whole uh, backstrap strap steak on, in a pan or on the grill right. is I cut it in half. Yeah, and it yeah. you know it, it allows them to cook a little faster, but I feel like I can regulate the cooking uh, a little better, you know, and I, uh, yeah, sure, especially sure. if I'm marinating it. Yep. You know, if I right. cut it in half, the marinade gets more, you know, through better right. on both, both halves right. instead of the one big piece. No, that way a, the kind of the taste gets, you know, more distributed through there. Yep. Now, for uh, sure. For but, sure. Uh, otherwise, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I tell you what I found. One of the best uh, marinades is uh, deals with the uh, Montreal steak seasoning. Yes. Mm. And then take like a cup. Uh, a cup. A cup you know, measuring cup mm-hmm. and fill it about uh, 40% or so with water. Oh, come on.
1: I, I, I don't <laughs> do math.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's just say a third of it with water, which is less than 40,
1: but you know, I don't know fractions. anyway. Well, All just right, so can I... you
0: can see, you know, divided by three. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. So six. <laughs> Got it. Right.
0: A third with water, about a third to uh, a little more with olive oil oh. and then the rest with uh, white wine vinegar. Ah. And then you just pour uh, Montreal steak in there until yeah. so it's, ah. and then you stir it together. And then you yeah. you know you pour enough in there to where, and you you taste it. And ah. you, I mean, you have to be liberal with pouring the Montreal steak in there. And yeah. you pour, but you pour enough in there to where you know you say you're m- mixing with a fork. Pull that fork off. It's generally covered with the ste- with the Montreal steak sauce. And when you mm. t- oh my God, it is amazing. Really? It's great. On, yeah, it's great that on, on venison, but I tell you what the best that is on is like on a, like a skirt steak or something. Mm. That type of thing. But anyway, I, I, I'll use that on uh, my thin back backstrap steaks. So I'll marinate
1: it for like an hour
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then, oh my God, that's it's so good. <laughs> now what, uh, now I was going to now do you, you, you said you let it marinate for an hour. Have you ever tried longer? Oh yeah. Like I've done it night? like.
0: Half a day, overnight. Yeah. It's, it's uh I find that it's a little better not over like not for a day or not overnight. I, I don't like it yeah. to go too long because it, the longer it goes, it kind of just over it's overkill, it oversaturates. Oh really? Right? Interesting. But uh, you know. To each their own.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Otherwise yeah, you know, if
0: I don't do that, I'll just do like garlic, salt, and pepper. You yeah, know, the old old school. Right. Things, that's great too
1: oh yeah yeah you know i i am a, i am just a straight montreal guy uh or like you said salt and pepper um i typically don't use any wet marinades kind of the same thing with my briskets you know i use salt and pepper and that's it but you know t- talking about bleeding it out something i I just remembered and you know there, there's there's a lot of folks that are against it but oh, dude it just it hasn't killed me it really hasn't um one of the things that, you know, I, I chop up a lot of my own deer meat, you know, like we do the grind and all that stuff, but we also do, I make a lot of jerky, you know, so I'll bring quarters home and I'll, uh, get my, um, get my fillet knives real sharp and I'll just skin it off that quarter. So one of the things I like to do is I like to put those quarters in my Yeti and, uh, with ice and, and then, and then let them, you know, let them bleed out in there. Well, you know, it, especially in texas as, as you all know it can just get thinking you know like like it was yesterday it was 80 degrees now it's you know 45 uh you know so sometimes you're gonna get you're gonna get a little a little water in your cooler you know and the uh the the deer meat's gonna sit in the water for a little bit and and you know freezing water okay but water you know nonetheless and uh, you know they say that's terrible for you but god let me tell you dude I mean, I, Jimmy, I know you've done it. There's been a couple of times where I'll pour the pull, uh, I'll pull those deer quarters out. I'm like, dude, is this venison or is this pork? You know, <laughs> right. I mean, there mm-hmm. is something about that that just just wicks that blood away like crazy. So, you know, if if the gaminess is is really a problem, okay, and I don't, you know, and you really want to get that meat nice and pink, damn near pork looking, okay. Uh, you know, get you a nice cooler, and um, you know, you can you can put the put the meat on there on ice. Just you know, try not to let it sit in the water. Obviously, that's when you get the, the bacteria, and of course, the bacteria leads to the diarrhea, which, uh, <laughs> which is funny, you know, sometimes. It's but, it's uh,
0: funny until the last two and a half days. And yes. Or. 21 days and yeah, someone days. else's case
1: absolutely <laughs> miserable i i what happens when you drink too much and you finish a bunch of oysters that have been sitting out for four hours
0: dumb move
1: <laughs> dumb move but man a
0: bad idea g I,
1: I was so sick but i'm like hey look at this i can actually wear jeans Mike. hey I, I can actually wear my fat jeans because you know when you have diarrhea everything 15 times a day it uh, it's a pretty good diet so uh, it's pretty miserable but yes. no, all right so that's how we take care of uh how we take care of the deer uh what what are we moving to next tell the let's
0: let's tell the folks our favorite ways to prepare deer real quick yeah just to throw it out there see if you know yeah. see what people think uh mine is the deer popper yes oh, god and I, that's what I like I like to use the back straps for it mm-hmm. and, you know cutting them into like about inch cubes mm-hmm. and it, this, this I do marinate for a while and I'll oh. marinate it in, t- in this, uh, teriyaki sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specific kind. And my God, if I could remember what it was, uh... anyway, I have the uh, re- recipe it's on, on the website. I'll put a link in the show notes, but mm-hmm. it's specific teriyaki sauce and I'll marinate them probably. Well, I take that back. I, I stopped doing it overnight. Uh, a while ago, because it got a little, they got a little hard that way. But, so I do it like in the morning, right. so I will prepare it, or I'll, I'll put it in the in the marinade in the morning, and then for cooking that evening. So not right. necessarily like overnight for the next evening, just the morning mm. of that day for the evening, and uh, you know, do the I don't I don't do onions or anything like that. I'll just do uh, communist, <laughs> just cre- you know, cream cheese, and I'll slice uh, jalapenos.
1: Mm. You know?
0: Not out of the jar,
1: but of course, you know, fresh. You, jalapeno. Oh, really? Oh, you're nuts, dude. Oh, and by the way, you I, said jalapeno. You sound like a line eye. <laughs> hey, Rich, do you want some jalapenos on your nachos? What the What the hell's a jalapeno? <laughs> uh,
0: and then, of course, you wrap it's them like... in bacon. But you got to get the thick-cut bacon. Oh, totally agree. You know, that's 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 key. And then, the best way to cook them, in my in my opinion, is not on the grill. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Okay. You cook them in the oven. And, but what you do is you use the, uh, you go to like Academy or somewhere like that. I use one from Academy and it's the, uh, it's the raised up, uh, uh, jerky Uh, tray. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're raised above and I'll put each one on like a, I have these metal kebabs. Yeah. Three or four on each kebab and so, you know, spread them out. And that's how I'll cook them in there because I, they get a better, more uniform cook. Yeah just because of circulation or whatever. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean, I'll cook them. Yeah, oh my God, they're so damn good. Anyway, that's my favorite. way. Hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feed, supplies, and services you need when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at FeedBandit.com, where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters. The Feed Bandit Hunter Search over at FeedBandit.com. We'll find your feed.
1: Excellent. <laughs> well, I've actually got three. They're all up there at the top. So I, I think my favorite for venison is just, it's just the simplest form. You know, Again, a good little hunk of, of a venison backstrap that's been tenderized and bled out. You know, like we said, Montreal seasoning on both sides, salt and pepper or, or and or salt and pepper. Um, a little bit on the grill and you're done. That that's that's definitely one. Uh tied for, for, for second, I think, is gonna be it'd be these two. Uh every Christmas we do a venison Wellington. Um and God of mercy, and we we did for the for the seventeenth annual feed band at uh right. um uh, company party. We'd only been in existence three years, but we call it seventeenth. <laughs> um and so the, the the beef Wellington is just awesome. You know, you you make the you mean the now. venison Wellington? Yes, did I say beef? God, idiot! <laughs> uh, I just that's I two. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My foot's in the clouds. No, my head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So the the, the Vinnie Welly is you know just a puff pastry, and it's a it's basically almost an entire backstrap. Um, but in the puff pastry, you've got the, uh, you know, the duck which is garlic, a little mushroom and some onion. Now it's all sauteed. And then you basically just make a, you make a, a venison blanket and then put that thing in the oven for like 20 or 30 minutes. Sweet mother Mary, it is outstanding. So it's become kind of a Christmas tradition and we really enjoy it. Uh, something that I cook year round. It's kind of like your popper, but it, it, it's 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 a little bit different. What I do is I get I get an entire or you know a good chunk of venison backstrap. Okay, I bleed it, I tenderize it. Okay, I'll season it up again, salt and pepper and or Montreal's. But then I'll butterfly it. All right, uh, won't cut all the way through, but I will I will butterfly that thing. What a butterfly cut is just kind of a a slice down the center of the. The, the wellington uh long way so you can kind of flip it over okay down the uh, back and then what's that down the back strip? i'm sorry G- that's that's three <laughs> strike uh, three got, you're oh, out damn it <laughs> the venison back strap yeah god i'm so stupid and then what i'll do is, is i will um i will j- lightly saute some elephant ear garlic and a little onion and I will uh, stuff the butterflied venison backstrap with that, and then I'll put some jalapenos in there. I am cannot touch real ones because they just I just die. So I get the the jarred ones, and so I close up the uh, the the backstrap, and then I do the exact same thing Jimmy does. I give it a bacon jacket, and uh, man, and I put it on the grill. I that's kind of what I like, but. You know, one of the problems with the grill and bacon, just like chicken and uh, the grill, is is the flare ups. So you got to kind of watch it. But next time man, oh that. man, when that thing cooks, it it is so damn good.
0: Oh, next time you do that, uh, document it step by step and do an article. Well, I thought I I thought I did,
1: but no, totally, I absolutely will. It it, it is so easy and yeah. it's so good. You know, that elephant ear gar. If, if you've never cooked with elephant ear garlic, I'm married to an Italian, so. Uh, that stuff, um, what? Okay. Yeah. That was my wife in the background saying, best decision of your life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the elephant ear garlic is much bigger. Okay. It doesn't make your hands super sticky when you cut it and it's extremely mild. So check it out. Elephant ear garlic. Good stuff. Good for cooking. But that, those are my favorites.
0: Nice. Well, yeah. I would be, I'd be remiss not to add to this, uh, discussion, uh What I consider to be the best cut out of a of a deer, and that would be the heart <laughs> oh, I thought so, you
1: said it was the butt well
0: <laughs> the whole or,
1: ah, <laughs> no, not the whole butt oh. uh, <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: no the definitely the heart not it, 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 my god, let me tell you if, if there's anyone out there that is you know shooting a deer and throwing away the heart. Maybe. I feel, I feel for, yeah, that was about, to, you know, I, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I feel bad for you because if you prepare that thing right, and it's not hard. It's, it, it, it's probably harder to screw up if you follow the recipe, you know, uh-huh. accurately. It is the best cut of, out of a deer. No, okay. no, I mean, no no question. I've been telling you this. I know. All season long. Right, but do you have to bleed it? No. Bleeding heart. Uh ha, ha. I mean it it bleeds it, by the time you'll cook it like I mean it would bleed enough but I mean okay. no you, you could cook it I mean that's one thing that I think you can cook right after basically pulling it out as long as you wash it off enough well, believe it or not even know right, it's well, the thing that's pushing the blood around God,
1: <laughs> God. I tell you what let's like let, let's do it Saturday we'll do it Saturday and we'll post it how about that all right well assuming you come We'll do
0: it uh, the next time I go and we shoot a deer. Let's put it that mm-hmm.
1: way. Okay, good. <laughs> oh well, yeah. That's- <laughs> or if someone yeah, shoots that- a
0: deer. It doesn't have to be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah gotcha. uh, I'll bring the
0: material for it, and then then we can do it. Excellent. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, I'll also link to my recipe on that uh, in the show notes as well if anyone's interested. Right. And you know, if if anyone shoots a deer and they don't want their heart, if they can somehow freeze it and send it to me, I'd appreciate that. Well,
1: yeah god get, to make sure you get his <laughs> address, not mine' yes. my wife you' like, oh look on Amazon, oh my God <laughs> all right, That's moving true. on what uh i you know, let's go to your yeah. favorites well how about the, how about the oh, no,
0: okay, sorry oh, well, here's what I was going to say, um, yep, what if we cut it off of there and we okay. save uh maybe birds or something for another one?
1: no, I was – yeah, well, okay, okay wanna, yeah because' we'll come no, back you're later. right, no, you're <laughs> totally right. You
0: know, <laughs> we don't yeah. want to give away the secret sauce all in one, you know? Yeah, that's true. Ooh, that
1: does. I could go for a Big Mac. God, I'm fat. Oh, you know, one, one
0: we can't cover here, I think, mm-hmm. though, that's in in the uh, genre, or two that we can cover real quick, that's in the, <laughs> well, no, I'll maybe do that one, Seth. I don't know. That's in the genre <sighs> of venison. Is... You can
1: tell we're really prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> what about axis and uh, antelope? Oh, you mean, you mean the Christ meat? Oh
0: my gosh! Yeah, the greatest meat of all time. Oh my! Talk gosh. about immediately putting on the grill. <laughs> no,
1: it, it's he, your father's right, kids. It it's unbelievable. Yeah, now axis meat. So you know, on on the the scale of deliciousness, um, you know, the, the mule deer and the white tail are unfortunately our native boys are kind of down there at the bottom. And then I would say I would say axis is at top. Elk is probably, well, I, I haven't had enough elk to judge, but it's incredible. You know, and the antelope's right up there as well. But, but boy, that axis stuff. Let, let's put it this way. Unless you are covered up with axis deer, like, like our friends are in the hill country, okay? You know, you shoot an axis, man, you have got to save every stinking every piece, piece every. of it. I, I'm talking about dropping the guts. Getting the rib meat because it is it is that good. It's something else. Definitely. Now I know why tigers eat them. They're oh, uh, delicious, awesome, and they're beautiful animals.
0: Oh, gorgeous. I mean, yeah. you, you also got to keep the hide and everything. I mean, come yep. on, man. It's it's great, but yeah. no, I agree. That is by far the best. Yep. You if I ever if I ever make it one day, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a ranch, and all I'm gonna have on there, I'm gonna. hike go. it in Texas.
1: <laughs> Uh-huh. And all I have on there is axis deer. Uh-huh. I have an axis sanctuary. Yeah, you know what he's implying, folks. He's implying the slaughter of innocent <laughs> baby whitetail deer. Well, there may be no whitetails on the property I buy, so I could just high fence it.
0: and it wouldn't be a issue. No, no, uh, no, whittle genocide
1: going uh, on. Yeah. Just, oh uh, God! Well, I tell you, hey, I'll I'll let you come shoot some whitetail and come, <laughs> or maybe I'll give you our axis herd. They, they don't seem in any hurry to. Uh, to make more babies. By the way, we I got I got to do something about that. We'll we'll talk about that offline.
0: <laughs> but yeah, then yeah. the other one, uh, antelope. In particular, the only one I've had is the black book antelope.
1: Yep. Oh Man. god, now you're oh, right. Great. There are so great. many of them.
0: Yeah, there. Are, yeah, and you know, black book is really good. It's
1: really good. It is totally great. agree. It's, you know, and and I would encourage you all. And I have not done it, uh, but I, I really want to. First of all, I've, ne- I've never killed an antelope. I mean, we've got them, but I've never killed one yet. Um, but I I would love to take a shoulder, you know, assuming it's not all blown to hell, uh, take a shoulder and put that dude in a crock pot or something of that nature, you know, because that uh, I I've seen a couple of deals on YouTube of guys taking whitetail shoulders. And that looks great, great, you know it. You know, you, you've you got a little bit of sinew, you know, between all the different joints and muscles and all that kind of stuff. But after it's been in a crock pot or the oven or a smoker for a while, it just – it wipes it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be really good. I, I have put a black bug ham on the grill, and that was outstanding too. Um, so, yeah, they, they are. They're good eating. Yeah, – uh, well.
0: They're getting car- – they're getting a lot harder to find out there. <laughs> I don't know. You like you shoot at them once, and then they realize maybe we ought to hide.
1: Yeah, when you have bullets whizzing over your head, you probably doing the same thing. You know, that's why our pigs disappeared until uh, until my my brother in law was sitting in the blind. He's like, "Oh my God, is that a hog? I mean, it's unbelievable." Oh, unbelievable! Like, I've never up. seen one on that part of the property. <laughs> yeah, no that that's 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 very true. But I'll tell you, in the very beginning, when we in when we first got it. Uh, up there, you know, up there towards kind of the front. I mean, it used to be a slaughter fest. Uh, dad broke in his AR-15 the night of his birthday. I mean, it was, it was ugly. <laughs> it was amazing. Awesome. Oh, Talk about which we had. The, that was back during the flip phone epidemic, so we didn't have a good video. But that was good.
0: Epidemic. Uh, that yeah. was a transition period.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrong word again. That was a four or five tonight. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well let's do the birds next time because man, yeah. there there's a lot involved with that—ducks and geese and all sorts of them, right? And, and dove and and turkey and wild chicken and you know, all mm-hmm. that yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a good out, one on its own. Bald eagle, <laughs> <God> <laughs> him, mercy. Uh,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds good. Well, that that's uh, made me a little hungry, even though I already ate. I, I actually ate venison tonight. Uh, Did you? Laura, yeah, Laura made. Uh, uh hamburger helper ven- venice, uh, with venison, but not out of the box. She made it from scratch. So really, actually, yeah, actually making like the uh, the flavoring with spices and everything. It's oh. it,
1: and it was really good. Wow, excellent. Wow, that's that's nice. I had tortellini. At, at, well, I had venison too. I had tortellini, and we we put some meat into it just so it has got some protein. And I ate. Uh, yeah, pretty much an entire bend of spinach, so a little it's one of the big big things used for salads ate the whole thing, and that's mm. why right now I'm really hurting, so <laughs> so it's, it's a good important. time
0: to cut this off is what you're saying, yeah,
1: big time before we don't have a choice, <laughs> but uh yeah, right. it's the off season good time, yep. well, it's not the off season yet, but it's coming very soon, more or less, yep, uh, yep yep,
0: <laughs> all right, no, well, all right, folks, well, we hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, you know if you got any venison ideas or re- venison recipes that you oh, yeah. would love to share with us please send them our way yep. I'd love to we'd love to try them uh, send them to howdy at feedbandit.com and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll start a communication we'd really love to really love to see them so yep all right with that have a good one and don't forget to support your local feed store Thanks for listening to the feed bandit podcast Just a reminder to text the word bandit. and when you do you'll join our email list where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services along with entertaining tips and tricks straight to your inbox you don't want to miss out so again text the word bandit to 345-345 and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt until next time have a good one and remember to support your local feed store